Man, you're getting killed out there. Tell me about it. I feel like Rocky after 15 rounds with Apollo Creed. Speaking of Rocky, did you know that Sylvester Stallone wrote the first draft of the movie in only three days? Did you know that Sylvester Stallone permanently flattened out his knuckles from punching the side of beef? What about Burgess Meredith? He had lived his line in the audition, which landed him the role of Mickey. Or that a destitute Sylvester Stallone turned down $350,000 because the studio didn't want him starring in it? Well, you can find this out and much, much more by listening to Rocky Minute, the fan podcast that covers the Rocky movies one minute at a time. You can find us on DuelingGenre.com. Now get back out there and knock this bum out. Dueling Genre. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we investigate the gunfights, car chases, and proper action of Hot Fuzz one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. And today we're about to go off on Minute 65, which begins with Danny telling Angel that Eve works at the Department of Planning and Development and ends with Leslie Tiller asking Angel if the Japanese peace lily he's buying is for someone special. And speaking of someone special, Doug Greenberg, (laughs) welcome back. Oh, you guys! <laughs> really, I, I had a lot of fun this week, man. Thank you for for having us on, for having me on. Yeah, yeah it's absolutely really fun, super informative. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I don't know about that. <laughs> no, definitely, it definitely has been. Uh, well, I'm um, glad I could help. Yeah, of course. Uh, he he mentions the Department of Planning and Development, which gave George Merchant the permission to build his mansion. Um, and so the pieces are starting to come together right there at the end, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We're starting to link back to right. the people, right? right. Now, now you uh, kind of go backwards through it. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. So there's the connection there. So, so that means, and then we get this, this transition into Danny. We're like, maybe it is all just accidents. <laughs> and, and, uh, Nicholas's like response of just collapsing. And then the like, <laughs> so I love that moment because it's, it's kind of the most peg. Yes, he is. It, it's a very like Tim could have done that. Sean could have done that. It, it it's it's like a yeah. It's un angel like very peg like. It just yes. it's a cool little moment. Um. So again, though, this transition was found in editing because in the script, uh, oh, okay, that cool. is not the transition. Tell so in the script, Danny says so, and then we go back to the station, and Danny says. Tim Messenger was on to something about George Merchant, who was into something with Martin Blower, who is up to something with Eve Draper. Angel mm-hmm. says, and Simon Skinner has something to do with it all. Danny says, but he runs the local supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> Angel says, so? And Danny goes, I don't know. I mean, it, maybe it is all accidents. So it's just like that little bit at the at the beginning. And then he says... Um, he says, maybe it is all accidents. People have accidents every day. Gary Butcher drowned in his own septic tank the other week. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a murder that we didn't even see. Yeah. <laughs> that, um, that, that, uh, you know, he runs the local supermarket. Is that like 
supposed to absolve him of any wrongdoing because he runs the local supermarket. Yeah, it's it has been an ongoing joke that they cut out of the movie. So this was uh, throughout the throughout the script. Every time he mentions Simon Skinner as a suspect, someone responds by saying he runs the local supermarket. As if that does absolve him from any. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah. It's, that's great though. It's a funny little detail. Yeah, it's like in the world of Sanford, like that's sacrosanct, right? Like, hey, mm-hmm. he runs the local supermarket. Right. He's the, hey, that's he's the funny. pope. He didn't do anything <laughs> wrong. Talk about the pope. Don't talk about the pope. He runs this local supermarket. <laughs> that's the church. That's not the pope. <laughs> so you guys, as writers, mm-hmm. you 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 probably love transitions like like this when they're when one uh, when they trail off from one sentence, but it leads into the next scene when the answer for that statement comes it's something i'm trying to get better at Mm -hmm. in my own but yeah you're right i do always appreciate because it's like oh cool like it's like it's like i don't know it's like uh when you notice like craftsmanship Mm -hmm. in something Mm. like when you're wearing a jacket or like you're seeing like a table and you're like that's a good fucking table yeah (laughs) if you if you you know enough to admire like oh i see the work put into this yeah it's like always Mm -hmm. just a little like that's a cool transition they just did yeah but i will say seamlessly it really yeah. is. But I will say the transition in the movie is better than the one that's written in the script because the thing that annoys me about the one written in the script is that it's a fake transition. Like it is so so when he when when Danny says so and then we come to the station and he says Tim Messenger was onto something about George Merchant who was into something with uh Martin Blower who was up to something with Eve Draper, that should be the next thing he says in the police vehicle. Not back at the station. Like, yeah, like what are what, they talking about? Yeah, what was happening between him saying so and them being at the police station? They just stopped talking, make their way back into the police station, <laughs> sit down, and then he continued what he was saying? No, of course not. That doesn't make any sense. But having the transition go from so, maybe they were all accidents, is good because there could be a lot of things that happen between those two things. Mm-hmm. You know, right. the the transition is making it connect as one thought for the audience, but it doesn't feel like it would have to be one thought in reality. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like the, something that we see, I think if you watch like TV or movies or whatever, where it's like, what do you mean? And then cut to them talking about it like in the kitchen. Right. I was like, what did they talk about? What did they do during that they, walk? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't there a Spider-Man thing like that? Yes, there is. Not- I believe so. There's there's a few yeah. of those. Um, and it happens in comic books a lot uh, where where uh, like somebody will be like, like, like characters will be like walking up a mountain that is like taking them hours to go up. And they're having one conversation of like maybe like six lines of dialogue. That it takes them to go all the way up the mountain, you know, right. <laughs> and and it's just something that you just have to like accept that like well okay whatever um like this is this is it's it's fine we don't, we we want to get to the top of the mountain so who cares right uh, and but speaking of writing though it, uh the 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 wall that they hit where it's like well maybe they were all accidents and angels like frustration that yeah. is very much like a, a part of writing when you're like god not good yet or like now that doesn't fit because this yeah like ah you know yeah because so much so much of it is a is a feeling that feeling of everything clicking together yeah you know and and it's the same thing with like a i I assume with like a with a case where it's like "Ah, i'm still missing something because you can feel it not click yeah right you're right right, exactly because it you have you're not gonna put all like every little detail together now you have this connection but then you have like the second guessing portion where you're like well that doesn't make sense because Mm -hmm. so and so 
So mm-hmm. you 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 kind of like try to eliminate those doubts. Yeah, and right. your and your want to solve the problem is is caught by your want to do it correctly. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could just do this, but it wouldn't. I know it wouldn't be the right. It wouldn't be right. It wouldn't be correct. So god damn it. Right. Yeah. Which I mean, the people that you really want to get those um those blanks filled is from the people who aren't around anymore. <laughs> sure. Right. You know. Exactly. Um. So. Which is which is why this is I think is so frustrating. Is like he doesn't have anyone to interview. They've killed them all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, and then there's a fire in the station. Uh, fire named uh, <laughs> inappropriate work practices. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what the hell you, is that? Uh, it's I I I've seen it pop up before. The we're we're, we're talking about the fake plastic breasts that. Doris is wearing enthusiastically wearing enthusiastically wearing while bringing out Danny's cake uh, for his birthday. Um, it is something that I have seen a lot in British stuff, so it might just be like oh. a weird, like a wacky, a wacky like Tradition, British yeah. gift. And I, I or not a gift, but a, a British like party favor. Um, it almost like a like a like a bachelor party thing, a stag party mm-hmm. kind of thing, because I think it is mostly worn by men as like a joke. Right, okay. um, and I, if I'm not mistaken, oh, uh, you old fuck is me. You know where almost else? Tits. You know where where <laughs> almost most famously I've seen that where is in Watchmen in the comic. There's a story after the first issue where like you know each issue ends with like that prose stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a there's one that's like a like a chapter from uh, Mason's book about how he used to work for like this. Uh, this 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 mechanic and the mechanic would wear those as like a joke. Okay. Uh, and there's like a picture of him in it. There's only like two pictures in the prose thing, and one of them is of him wearing those fake breasts. Oh. Yeah. So I think it is a British thing. You know, even though Watchmen doesn't take place in Britain, Alan Moore. Is. Alan Moore is British, and so he probably just oh yeah, everybody has those fake fake breasts, right? It's like I think it's I really think it's mostly an English thing. Um, weird English joke. Yeah, what are those things at Christmas? The poppers? The- yeah, like the poppers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, um, the with breasts, the crowns. Is, yes. They uh, when she goes to put the cake down, though, she's not wearing them. That's true. Uh, I did notice that in the close up. She saw Nicholas. Oh, he won't. <laughs> <laughs> He's not gonna like this. Oh. Somehow took them off. But yeah, it does. It does just seem like. Something that would happen in a small workplace where you're not as worried about like offending someone or crossing the line HR wise. Not that you should you should be worried about that, but like things are so lazy fair around here, right? Mm-hmm. That it's like, yeah, Doris is wearing fake tits. She likes it. it's funny. It's just a joke. Happy birthday, Dad. <laughs> right. Your dad's right. She's there. the only female. Yeah, right. You know, it does in- make it better that she's the one wearing them at least. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, marginally, <laughs> marginally, and it absolutely fits with her sense of humor that we've seen thus far. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in, I find, uh, as far as the place where I work, the females are, are more um, inappropriate than the males are. Obviously, mm. I mean, it, it makes sense that like, guys are are, are uh, much more careful about what they say nowadays. Mm-hmm. It seems like the girls don't hold back as much. But yeah, there there is something that I find relatable or familiar about Doris's kind of body sense of humor yeah. in an office. I bring this up a lot where it just does seem like, yeah, like I do meet that person at yeah. different w- jobs that I <clears throat> Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not, I wouldn't say that person is at every job I've ever had, but I've definitely had a handful of jobs where that 
that mm. character exists. It's a type. Yeah, it is definitely Lord. a type. Uh oh, I'm wearing fake boobs. Yeah, <laughs> she's not the kind of not like the, the kind of girl that would claim that girls don't fart. Right, right. Yeah. Like the woman, the woman, the the women in the office who like to make the men uncomfortable, like yeah. like mm-hmm. to make them squirm. Like ah, I'm just fucking with you. Come on. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> the ones that the ones that get that get a little bit of pleasure out of that, she's definitely one of those, for sure. Good for her. Yeah, it's a cool moment. <laughs> I, I like how happy even even one of the Andes is like grudgingly like, all right, it's Danny's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm I'm disappointed that I'm not going to have a slice of that Bobby cake because that's that's a nice looking cake. Who's their baker? Because that's like that's like cake boss level. Yeah. That's a really good. That's a really nice cake. That's true. It is kind of one of the rare village staples that we don't meet. The baker. The baker. The town hmm. baker. Yeah. There's got to be someone whose last name is Baker. Well, they'd be dead. Yeah. <laughs> if their if their last oh, name. Oh right, the rules. Yeah, right, the rules. So we we've 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 come we've come to realize we haven't brought this up in a long time. Uh, but Doug, we we've come to realize that everyone's last name in this town is some sort of of like. Uh, an action an a- usually an action an right action, of okay. like of like Simon Skinner and uh Eve and Draper Eve Draper and okay. so like everyone's everyone's got Mark like Blower. names like that but like the ones who are being murdered are the ones who match either their profession or like what people a, think of them in the town yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they match them in some ways. Like Tim Messenger. So Tim Messenger mm-hmm. is is you know the head of the newspaper and uh, Eve Draper, right? So you know drapes. It's like another name for curtains, which she's an actress, mm-hmm. right? And then we have Martin Blower. He's like a blowhard because he's a yeah. lawyer. Um, and then merchant. Um, uh, well, uh, merchant? what was it? Oh, merchant, right? And he's a merchant. He sells refrigerators, yeah. right? Um, and now we're about to we're about to see the death of Leslie Tiller next week, and Leslie Tiller is a uh, florist. Gardener. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, yeah, I've 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 um, you know, I'm I'm current on the show, so I, I've been kind of keeping up with your your theory. Oh, okay. Um, um but He's yeah, familiar I mean, with your little theory. <laughs> I, I, unfortunately, I don't know the movie well enough to to really be able to to, to put the faces to the names sure, right sure, off the sure. bat. I have but. trouble too. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm with you so, on that. I, I like theories like that. Yeah, I love that the store's closing down. Yeah, because she's she's leaving. Yeah, she's leaving town. She's getting out she's of there. Just, she's just about to pop off. Yeah, pop for off. good. Uh, fuck, almost too fucking cute. Um, Nicholas finds out that it's his birthday. Is very like, what? It was your birthday? It's a, it's. I don't know. It's it's almost anime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like the serious, like the boy, the guy is like, "What? How could I not know?" And then he has to like personal errand, drives to go get like a Japanese piece of. I don't. That's just fucking so cute. I love the, it. The, the exchange though, when when he says, "How come you didn't tell me?" He's like, "Well, we were working." You know? Oh like my a, like god! A little, yeah, an adorable this, little Danny moment. Yeah, we were we were talking about us. I don't want to talk about just me. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> right at that point, that probably for the first time in a long time, something else was more important than you know. Like, like yeah. a kid's birthday is important to that kid. You know what I mean? He's it's still like that would be his childlike. Well, that's true. But like, it says something a lot about both of them. Well, it says mm-hmm. something about it says something about Angel. Angel has changed because what did what did his what does his ex say? He was like, until you find something that you care about, someone you care about more than you care about this job, you're not going to change. Mm-hmm. And here he is. Finding out that it's Danny's birthday and he drops everything to run a personal errand in the middle of a case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
That's here. Because Do personal he, errands on duty is unacceptable to him. Right. Mm-hmm. Because he cares he cares about Danny more than he cares about this case. He cares that it's his birthday more than he cares about solving this case right now. Yeah, more than mm. he ever cared about Janine's birthday. And that was Kate Blanchett. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. True. It's very true. Um so yeah, we're we're seeing that uh that you know, Nicholas is beginning to change. It's it's happening. Yeah. It's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Danny. She's really- yeah. And she even asked him, is this for someone special? And he's like, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Like, Why, yes, it very is. convincingly, almost, yes, it is. Yeah. Almost as if realizing it for the first time himself. Yeah. And Danny is someone special in his life. Yeah. Because he thought about it for like a second. And then like very convincingly, he was like, yes. Yeah. Because yeah. it'd be very easy to be like, oh, just, just a dude from work's the guy I know. Yeah. yeah. Buy him a piece of lily. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is man. it? I don't know enough about plants and greenhouses or like nurseries to know if it's outside, if it strains credibility that she has a Japanese peace lily in stock. Uh, no, because we looked it up and they were pretty easy to find. Pretty common? Cool. Yeah, they were pretty common. Um, when it first came up in the show, we looked it up. Got it. Um, but uh, I like her little nursery. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's nice. It looks like... Uh, I mean, yeah, it looks like a like a like a greenhouse department at like a department store, mm-hmm. you know. But it's that's all it is. It's just that. What does she um, do when she closes down, though? It seems like it's pretty impending. Like, the, <laughs> but she's still like stocked. Yeah, that's. True. I I assume that she was planning on selling the whole store, like and everything in it, like the whole the whole shebang to someone. That's usually ha- that's usually what happens when. Um, someone is uh, like leaving, but mm-hmm. not like the, there's nothing wrong with the shop. Like it's making money, yeah. but like they don't, they can't be in town anymore. Oh. They'll usually sell the whole stock because I know like a lot of comic shops do that. Okay, where where they're like I, you know, I can't run this anymore because of family stuff or whatever. I got to go here mm-hmm. or there or wherever. Sure. Um, so they'll sell the whole shop full sale to someone. So like it's, another in a, in the real world, mm-hmm. a nursery would have bought this stock. Or bought mm-hmm. the inventory or absorbed it, and now it's theirs? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, or it's someone saying, just bought the whole store from her. Just saying closing down, to me, indicates that like the whole operation oh, is shutting down. Instead that's of, like, true. Under new say- ownership, you know? Yeah, that's true. That is true. It does say closing down. You're right. Mm. Yeah, so I don't I don't know. I mean, I guess she's going to turn this around pretty quick um, if, uh, if that was the great case. Great sales. Yeah, there might want, be. If you want like a succulent? Or like yeah, you got a good. I bet oh, you yeah, got yeah. a good deal on that Japanese piece of lily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is it? There's uh, bird feeders and stuff hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, some vines, some ivy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder what kind of store this was before they were going to film here, because it definitely doesn't look <laughs> like it was supposed to be uh, a florist. Yeah, they did their damnedest, but yeah, it does kind of look like it was like a regular corner store. Yeah, it looks like a. It looks like mm-hmm. a. a you know, based on the ceiling and stuff, for some reason, it reminds me of like a little hardware store. Oh, yeah. Mm. Hardware store, pet shop, that kind of. Yeah. Because you would have more of a greenhouse area for the live plants and flowers, right? right? You would think yeah, so. Yeah, you're right. If you do look behind the the, the decoration, it, like there's like fluorescent lights. Yeah. And like, yeah. It's not the, not the best. Um, I think he ends up running through a greenhouse that's like built out the back of it. Mm-hmm. Um, later, when he go when next week when he chases the oh, the hoodie, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, right now, 
Um, I think he's, uh, yeah, th- this in here, this is like where it's like where you get like your, your plant food and stuff like that. And it looks like there's like a few plants hanging around here and there just to give it that vibe. But I imagine she keeps most of it in the greenhouse. You fucking compost. Right. <laughs> Especially expensive stuff, right? This, this is probably like your everyday house plants. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Your ferns. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She probably went in the back to get the peace lily. Yeah. Our exotic section. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um. All right. Well, I think that's. I think that wraps us up for this week. Great week on the show. Mm. Yeah. I had Thanks a lot so of fun. Much, Doug. And I, I, thank you guys for having me on. This was. This was fun. This yeah. Was, uh, yeah. Great having you on. Great perspective. Uh, make sure everyone uh, listening at home, you check out Doug's show, Rocky Minute. Uh, it's it's one of the good ones. So if you like the Rocky movies. Uh, make sure that you're you're checking him out over there because uh, shows are the show's a lot of fun. Yeah, and, uh, and you're just now getting into the really fun. I mean, like I love all of them, but like, right. you're going into like the fun, colorful period of the franchise, right? Yeah, and yeah. and you know you're going into a hiatus, which means everyone listening has plenty of time to catch up before Rocky. Two III. seasons, yeah, two full yeah. seasons. Thank you for saying yeah. that. That's uh, I mean, coming from. Um, you know, legends in the uh, <laughs> movies by minutes uh, <laughs> phenomenon is you guys, you know, starting with back to the future minute. Uh, that, that means a lot. Thank you. Well, that's uh it means a lot that you would say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were like one of the, one of the, the first you got on the ground floor. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We didn't waste any time for sure. <laughs> we, we saw an opening. Yeah. I wanted to make sure that we got back to the future before anyone else did. Yeah. There you uh, go. Yeah. Well, uh, Thanks again for uh, being on the show, Doug, and uh, everyone mm-hmm. listening. If you want to go uh, support us on Patreon, you can do that at duelinggenre.com slash support. Nick and I are already planning some uh, hiatus stuff uh, to do on the Patreon. We've talked about maybe covering every uh, Fast and the Furious movie because I've never seen them before. Yeah. Um, so And, and we've got Hobbs and Shaw coming out, the exactly. Whistle and I of our generation. Yes, very true. Uh, so... Uh, that might be something we'll do on the Patreon. We'll still have uh, we'll still have hiatus stuff for the feed, the regular feed. But um, for there, for Patreon, it's uh, a little different. There's a scene in Hobbs and Shaw where The Rock realizes that it's Jason Statham's birthday. <laughs> oh, oh God! I just realized if that is a bromance movie, oh that that makes it even better. Oh man, I hope so. <laughs> Um, so anyway, that's duelinggenre.com slash support. It's just $3 a month. We just become best friends. <laughs> you can support us on Patreon. We really appreciate it. Uh, and we'll be back on Monday with Minute 66 for the greater good. The greater good. The greater good.